Hello again, everyone, to the semi-regular What's the Fundus podcast with me, Michael Marino, and Sarah Toomey. So this week, we are talking about goji berries. Any of you guys have heard of that? There's a study that came out. Um, to pull it up here. It came out in 2021, end of 2021. So uh, October, November, December, published December in the journal... Of course, I keep nutrients. going off of it as soon as nutrients. Yes. So goji berry intake increases macular pigment optical density in healthy adults, a randomized pilot trial. So what they did is they gave a group of 27 people. So keeping that in mind as we're talking about this, this is a very, very small mm-hmm. study and measured them with an MPOD device, something that I'm sure most of you out there have been hounded on to purchase some one of these devices at some point within the last 10 years. Uh, They've given it to 27, 45 to 65-year-olds who ate either 28 grams, which is one ounce of goji berries, or a supplement containing six milligrams of lutein and four milligrams of zeaxanthin five times a week for 90 days. So I was wrong initially, Sarah, when we were talking about Mm. it, it wasn't every day. They just did it five days a week. And so after 90 days, they found that the goji berry group had significantly uh, better MPOD measurements uh, than just the lutein zeaxanthin group people. I actually didn't know that they used that same device. I know that that's what they were measuring, but I didn't realize that they used the MPOD, like the MPOD device that everyone was losing their uh, minds about. Maybe they used like, something different, but they were measuring it that way. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Or they just um, described it in the article to sound fancier than <laughs> the MPOD device. Well, they, they keep referring to it as MPOD. So I'm assuming yeah, they, it's they a similar device. Yeah. So. Macular densitometer. Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay. Which I know has its, but it's one of those kind of uh, devices that, you know, was marketed at people to you know, catch macular degeneration early, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like, there's a, a better, more clinical way of measuring MPOD than with this device, kind of like a you know, a VEP ERG by diopsis is nothing compared to a like real clinical lab VEP ERG setup. So yeah, you'd probably have to run, and I'm sure they've probably done these studies on MPOD with function. Right. You know, MPOD versus function, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so have that with one of those VEP devices. Um, So all that being said, they did not measure people's VEP with this, just MPOD. Yeah. It looks like they did dark adaptation too, which now I don't remember if the MPOD device required dark adaptation. I don't think it did. I don't know. I've I've never worked with one ever and never really, you know, looked at it. So I only had a rep, whatever lunch Mm -hmm. from MPOD. So I, I just don't remember it being that intense. So well, that's I mean, good. That, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And for these kind of studies, it's, you know, it's, it's that. So what, what did you think about the results of this study before we get into the deep, into some of the stuff that they checked for? Oh yeah. I told you before when we were just talking, I'm, I'm all in on goji berries. I'm like goji berry number one fan now. Yeah. I'm like, so, I just so, ordered yeah, so, some from Amazon. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the one thing. These, you, they actually, this was done. I don't know. I can't remember where the study was actually done, um, but they used whole goji berries. Whereas, Did they? Okay. Yes. So if, um, if you buy them mostly in the U S you're probably going to find dried goji berries. Cause these yeah. goji berries are mostly found uh, in Southeast Asia okay. and China. You know, so, um, but it's, you know, you basically eat an ounce of the regular ones. So you, know, you probably think half maybe I'm guessing. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. And at first I was like, man, 28 grams is like kind of a lot. Um, but it it's probably a lot less if it's dehydrated. Yeah, so I would probably guess half. And like you said, yeah. like we in the in the pre-show we were talking about is just tell people to eat a handful. Handful. So because the thing about this that was, you know, there is taurine, vitamin C, and zinc mm-hmm. in these things. Um and it has so in and I should have looked look, look this up, but do you know offhand what the arids zeaxanthin level is? I do, because uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Give me one moment. Actually, it's probably four, given the fact that they gave people a six and four. It's 10 milligrams of lutein, two milligrams of zeaxanthin. Got it. Okay, perfect. Whereas this little power berry has mm-hmm. almost 29 milligrams of zeaxanthin in an yeah. ounce, which and is, and it's more than, um, Macu health too. I looked that up. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how yeah. much is in this little, you know, th- this little tiny berry. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of really says if, you know, cause all of us get those questions of what should I do? You know, my mom is getting, you know, shots for macular degeneration, right. what can I do, you know, and, you know, with the arid study, it doesn't really say, you know, it has any preventative value other than preventing regular macular degeneration from getting worse. And so, you know, so you can say, Hey, eat a handful of goji berries five days a week. As long as yeah. your blood sugar doesn't skyrocket, you're okay. Oh yeah. I, there is a decent amount of sugar in it too. Um, but that always bothered me too. Like when you're looking at canned responses of, let's say you diagnose someone with early age related macular degeneration, I was like, Ooh, am I like, is this a, a problem if I'm not writing down that I'm discussing AREDs with them? But I mean, it always was, um, like an irritating fact to me that it was suggested for patients that have early macular degeneration to take AREDs too. Cause I'm like, really the studies don't show that they show it's only helpful for patients that have intermediate to severe. Right. Um, so I always just told patients, you know, try to eat healthy green leafy vegetables, sunglasses, all the whole spiel that you use, but tell them, Hey, these vitamins are really expensive. I don't recommend that you are taking this like financial hit essentially every every uh, month for your healthcare bill, just try and eat healthier. Um, But this is a perfect example of something that you could go over with patients. That's like clinical. It's a measurable um, alternative. Yeah. And, and as long as they can tolerate, you know, the amount of sugar that they would take in um, even though it says that the, um, the type of carbohydrate that is well, some well, a big part of the carbohydrates in the goji berry is what's called L 
Barbarum polysaccharide, which I never of heard course. of. Of course, yes. So I haven't really looked at that. <laughs> that um, they are conjugates with peptides and proteins, and they have shown to have anti-inflammatory and neuroprotective effects in animal and cell culture studies. So, yeah, so I'm you have in. to look at, you know, you have to look at this where it has a ton of zeaxanthin in it, and it has a carbohydrate in it that that is protect that is potentially anti-inflammatory and neuroprotective. Yeah. As well. I, so. Yeah. And I like this study because it's not like it's like by the goji berry lobby. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's a very small lobby, very tiny. Really small. Very just tiny a few lobby. dudes, just a few farmer dudes. You're in the pocket of big goji. <laughs> big goji over here <laughs> trying to make moves. So I'm like, uh, that's why I'm I have zero reservations in recommending it to patients. Whereas things like uh, MacuHealth or a lot of those other um, alternatives that like you really aren't sure what you're getting in these supplements. It's not FDA approved. Like I, I have a harder time selling that to people than just making recommendations in like um, lifestyle changes. Right. And, and actually I'm looking down here. It says deeper into the article, it says we did not use the ARIDS2 supplement for the comparison group because this formula has only been shown to be effective for those with intermediate yeah. AMD. You know, so just for what you said, this will help people with potentially help people with, right. um, uh, with zero to mild, yeah. you know, AMD, right. you know, basically. Um, it was interesting too, because they list a whole bunch of other things that have, uh, you know, zeaxanthin and lutein and things that have been recommended, you know, that a whole avocado has a half a milligram of lutein in it. It's so, nothing. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, you're like, oh my gosh, that, but in one egg yolk has 1.4 milligrams of lutein and has a little zeaxanthin. Right. Right. You know, so, but the, the reason why I brought those up and I'm guessing it's because there's other things other than the lutein, because it says that one of av one avocado per day over six months was associated with a significant increase in MPOD in healthy adults. That's not bad. And You'll just with, have... with eggs over 12 months, um, it had a significant increase in MPOD and other measures of visual acuity in older adults with early signs of age stage AMD after 12 months. You know, so eggs, eggs are big as well, which I've yeah. always heard that the yolks of the egg are like the best, the best part from a nutrition standpoint, mm -hmm. you know, from, yeah. from that. So. Yeah. It's, it's an easy, easy suggestion to make. What, what I have told patients in the past is like, and this article does a really good job of explaining it. It says, um, foods that are red, yellow, or orange color. I've always just said, stick to like the stoplight foods, like red, yellow, green. Uh, mm -hmm. And as long as they're in, in between the yellow red spectrum, I say, you know, you always hear carrots are good for your eyes. Oranges like red, orange, bell peppers are good pumpkin. Um, and then like most green leafy vegetables, like kale and spinach. And then I make some joke about Mountain Dew. <laughs> not being a, a green vegetable. Um, and most, I, I'd like to think that people are more likely to remember it um, with that, but you never know. Yeah. And so what are some of the other stuff they, they brought up in this article as well? Um, I, I think I can't remember when we talked about it. Maybe we talked about it some other thing before, but I, I'm wondering if, because they're, 
I had read a bunch about this other, it's like a cousin of zeaxanthin. It's called astaxanthin, uh-huh. which you can get in some, oddly enough, it comes in some um, omega-3 supplements as an extra. Like you get omega-3 supplements and it has astaxanthin in it, yes, which is supposed to, yeah, which you're, it's, it's basically great um, for your skin. Is that yeah, why they're going on about skin carotenoids in this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because, that makes sense. Because I think that I almost wonder if if zeaxanthin and astaxanthin are really less cousins of each other, but just kind of almost they're very hard to measure apart, kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, you know? and that's why there's so much measurable zeaxanthin because really some of it is astaxanthin as well, mm-hmm. um, considering they both have the same you know effects, which in the other one of the other articles that I read about astaxanthin is that it can reduce the risk of uh, differentiated cells converting into melanoma. Okay. Basically, you know, so that if you are someone who's out in the sun a lot that you should, you know, take astaxanthin supplementation or probably with this goji berries. They go. They do almost anything. Exactly. And then of course, you know, because it has the vitamin C and zinc, which also has powerful antioxidant, you know, kind of, um, properties, kind of properties as well. So, so, um, it's so funny that you said that goji berry makes acai berry. It looks like a, look like a chump comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> well, what does the acai berry does. done other than make, you know, a lot of marketing yeah. for bowls and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move over acai berry. Now we're going to make gonna all the, yep. the acai lobby is going to be all over us now. <laughs> exactly. They're like, all right, we got to crush this goji and in full, berry. I guess for, for disclosure purposes, I can say that I, I have no uh, financial interest in any yeah, goji no berry farms. No financial disclosures or, you know, to... No, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lutein and zeaxanthin, the powerhouse of antioxidant yes. uh, lobbies, exactly. So uh, this was a pretty simple paper, you know. Definitely. And, and something I think you can actually, one of those where I don't know if it has a downside kind of thing. Right. Like the only kind thing of one I would of those, worry about is like blood sugar. Yeah. Blood sugar. Yeah, I wouldn't tell your diabetics to do this all the time. Um, but, you know, if you have someone who basically, um, like in one of the articles I read about the goji berry is it's, uh, you know, you, they use it in place of raisins. So if you're already okay. eating raisins anyway, you might as well substitute these things for it. Um, yeah. you know, can you disclose how much you spent on your bag of goji berries from Amazon? Oh yeah, I can. I think you, I bought a twofer. I was like, I'm leaning in hard into this. <laughs> Just, you better, goji you better like phenomenon. these things. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, I hope I like it. I bought a uh, a large bag for twenty seven fifty three, but it's like two pounds of two goji pounds. berries. So I mean, so you, if you have, if you have, so that's thirty two. That's thirty two ounces. If I can multiply, so it's thirty two ounces. If you, yeah, it's eighty four cents an ounce, a, an ounce. So yeah. So if you eat half an ounce a day. Yeah. Or half half an ounce five days a week. Right. Yeah. So it's gonna last you a couple months. That's not too bad. Yeah. I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend's like, um, how do you expect that we're gonna be adding this to our diet? I was like, I don't know, put it in your cereal, figure yeah. it out. 
Not my yogurt. problem. Just have a handful <laughs> and throw it in your mouth and chew yeah, it on exactly. your way out the door. You know, I mean, it's uh, like, add it to your pill pack. I don't know. <laughs> like n- knowing me, I, I'd have, I'd measure out like exactly a half an ounce is uh-huh. basically on my scale yeah. and go hold it yep. in my hand and go, okay, that's it. Right. And that's how much I would eat. You know, well, is time. it a half an ounce? Oh yeah. Cause you said 28 ounce, 28 grams was one ounce. 28 grams like? is one ounce. Yeah. Okay. It's like so 28.4 grams is one ounce. Yeah. So, okay. so when we're guessing a half ounce is sure one ounce of full-blown, full-bore goji berries. Yeah. So. Oh, well, the advertisement says it's low-sugar, keto-friendly. Sure. Well, it probably is technically because that it's it's like um because of that carbohydrate that's not a real carbohydrate, basically. Sure. You know, like they say, yeah. it's like those, uh, have you ever heard of those, that Magic Spoon cereal? No. So it's keto-friendly cereal. Okay. Okay. You know, so the sweetener they use in it, they use like monk fruit and all that kind of stuff. That's, you know, non-caloric natural sweetener, Mm -hmm. but the, the main sweetener they use in it is called allulose, which is actually the sugar that makes maple syrup sweet. Okay. And so when you take allulose out of the maple syrup, our body just physically doesn't process it at all so that it just goes I mean, it's not like right through like Olestra used to go right through people, but our, our body just doesn't process it like, um, like regular carbohydrates. So it doesn't count. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that if I look deeper into allulose, I bet it's one of these LDPs, you know, so that they put on there, the barbarum. So yeah, so goji berries guys. Yeah. And, uh, note that of course, this is not full health advice (laughs) and, uh, yeah. But I mean, like I'm sure as long as you podcast, this is not investment advice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I'm sure this, is, if you, yeah, this has if not been use... backed by the FDA at all. It is. Yeah. But if you're, <laughs> if you're giving people, um, uh, if you're giving people advice about things to eat, the goji berry, if someone needs something sweet, just something to add to their, you know, they want to have some of those instead of having maybe something sweet that they wouldn't necessarily be good for them. This is, uh, you know, this, this would be a good thing. It's uh, I'm, you'll have to, before I go buy some, maybe I'll see how you like them, Sarah. Yeah, and maybe I'll, I'll just you buy yours Wednesday. if you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> if all of a sudden I get an email saying, Hey, you want to buy yeah. some goji berries? Yeah. I'm going like, well, maybe not. No. They might, they might I'll not let you know good. if it's a bail on Wednesday, bail on the goji bear, cancel. I mean, the they can't be un- unless they're from, from what I understand and what I've read, they basically taste like a tart raisin. Like, so probably a, a, probably a mixture of like a craisin, you know, like a, cra- sure. a cranberry raisin, you know, a dried cranberry and a raisin or something like that. Um, so unless they're just so tart that you can't eat them. Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. Yeah. You'll, you'll yeah. have to follow up on the next podcast, how they yeah. are. And so. for those who are not gifted at spelling, it's goji G O J I. I had, yes. um. I had mentioned it to, cause we had had like a passing conversation about this article. So I mentioned it to one of our uh, employees in, in one of our offices and they're like, Hey, how do you spell that berry you were talking about before? <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to, I had to tell her again. So how, I guess, how, sure would, you write you, it how would you think you would spell? I mean, cause I, I honestly, I don't know if I've heard it before I actually read it. So I don't know how I would have spelled it otherwise, but you'd think Google would figure it out. Well, and it's funny. You just put like G-O-G-E-E. You think it would figure it out. 
it's like remember when acai berries became so thrilling oh. everybody was just mispronouncing it and i called them acai berries because oh, i never yeah. heard it i just they yeah. were acai berries to me yep because i no yeah. one's actually put it with the little sedile under the sea uh-huh yeah uh-huh. so um yeah i can i can thank my french minor for teaching actually, me you how know to what? say that so i put <laughs> i put goji into uh-huh. duck duck go because mm-hmm. i don't use google um I don't, okay. but but anyway, the first thing that comes up is Google.com. <laughs> They're like, did you mean uh did you mean Google? Did you mean Google? So let me go to Google.com and type Goji. The first thing that comes up is a goji berry juice. Yeah. G-O-G-E-E so. is okay. a goji berry juice. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah. Don't recommend the juice though. Juice yeah. is just Juices to sugar without any of the nutrients. Yeah, I so, would imagine. Yeah. Well, so I'll let everybody know how it goes. Yeah, we'll catch up next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, we will talk to you again in the next week or two. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs>